Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of 527 Underground Podcast, where we talk about comic books and comic book-related themes, including Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, anime, webtoons, or whatever crosses our minds. We're your hosts, Teddy and Maria, and we offer two different points of views, one of an avid collector, which is me, and the other as an excited fan. Which is me. How you doing? You always mess up that section. I do, I do. It, it, I chew on my words when I say that part, and I apologize for that. But I, we all know that you are a very excited fan, so Yay. that is great. That is great. So um, let's let us begin. Let us begin. All right. Um, as we all know, the city, the state, much less the country, is trying to come back to terms, or actually coming back to some sense of normalcy with what's going, with what's been going on in the past couple of years with COVID and everything that we've been experiencing. Out of that, we're tending to see some sense of normalcy taking place right now where things starting to open up and uh, venues starting to open up, sports events are starting to open up, um, movie theaters are opening up, particularly this week for the most part. And here at 527, we were contemplating whether or not we should actually attend this year's comic con Mm -hmm. um for the most part and we really had a you know we sat down uh maria and i thought about it and spoke with uh, many people and it's totally understandable why others why some people would not attend this year's uh comic con totally understandable with the pandemics and everything's going on uh pretty much the event may not be the same may not have a lot of people coming to um these events we don't even know if there'll be any special guests or guest artists or anything like Artist Alley taking place this year. True. But we sat and thought about it and decided that we would go ahead and attend this year's Comic-Con uh, for the most part. At least uh, visit a couple of days. Actually, we're going to be there all four days uh, this year and pretty much see what will be going on, what will take place. And um, yeah, and uh, I'm kind of excited, but I do have some hesitation personally about it this year. I suspect that it will be somewhat different um, than pre- than previous Comic Cons, but I think for me as a comic book collector, the anticipation of going to the comic book, uh, to any comic book convention, trying to get that excitement back is what having me wanting to go. Um, I think what we should do is pretty much talk about how, you know, what that experience was in regards to getting the tickets because this was totally different than previous years in regards to uh, getting Comic-Con tickets. And uh, maybe we can maybe you can elaborate more on what your experience was. Well, basically, when it came to uh, New York Comic-Con, um, Read Pop has been making a couple of announcements in terms of um, how they want people to purchase tickets this year. Usually... It's always a circus. Anybody that's gone to Comic-Con for New York or even the one in San Diego can pretty much tell you that it's like flipping a coin and hoping that you get um, tickets. For so real. with with that being said, um, you know, you know, Repop decided to, yep. <laughs> to yep. make it even more complicated this year. Yeah. And we understand, like you said, with the whole situation with COVID and stuff like that, you know, they have to take precautions, which is great. Let's hope they do so. And if that, we'll definitely cover that as well. Right. Um, but uh, they basically wanted people to do the fan verification, which I had mentioned to you guys uh, before, you know, mm-hmm. telling you guys, even if you're not going to go, please fan verify because right. it could be where you could be affected next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So always fan verify, even if you're not going to go. 
Um, but then they decided to drop a thing called Metaverse Memberships, right. which there's two different types. One that's $69 and one that's $99. Now, obviously, the one that's $99 is better, right? Mm. And basically what that is, is be- besides a series of things that you can gain access to, even though you still have to pay to gain access to these things, yeah. like the photo ops and stuff like that. Right. What it does is that it allows you to cut the line. So you're basically paying an additional... Sixty-nine or ninety-nine dollars. No, the ninety-nine-dollar one allows you to oh, cut the line. So the sixty-nine-dollar one does not allow allows you to, you to see things online. I guess uh, if they have panels okay. and stuff like that. Okay. Um, okay. Again, I was hesitant because I was like, I don't know if I, <laughs> if I want to spend another hundred dollars yeah, sure. on on you know tickets. Cause even even though they're saying that oh well you could gain you know you could buy tickets stress. Free, right, right. Yeah, um, right. You know, between a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. you can buy your ticket stress free. So, I contemplated. I'm like, well, how can I rightfully talk about this um, if uh, I don't do it myself and right. and see what it's totally about? So right. I took the hit. I decided mm-hmm. to spend the ninety nine dollars on the Metaverse membership mm-hmm. and to see if it was actually real. And I kept checking and checking New York Comic Con when they were going to um, start selling the Metaverse memberships. Right. They, they dropped the announcement like maybe two days prior of um, the Metaverse sales. Okay. So they went on sale July 30th. Um, excuse me, June 30th. June 30th. They okay. went on sale, the right. Metaverse memberships. And then once you purchase the, Mer- the Metaverse memberships, they said on July 1st, you can start buying your tickets comic-con which okay. is two tickets per, per day okay so you were allowed to buy two tickets per day um and only two tickets right okay. me as a metaverse member can buy i can only buy up to two tickets per, per day, day ahead of time before anybody else can purchase tickets july 11th got it got it got it um i was like let's see if it's true right so of course once 12 o'clock hit a link showed up in my metaverse membership panel or mm. spot or whatever it's mm. called and i clicked on the link and sure enough it sent me to a page where i can click one or two mm. for tickets right thursday friday saturday those are the windows that came right. up um right. sunday and then children's right um and no. on each excuse me on, on each uh section it was either one or two tickets right. per section okay this it was not timed Okay. I was literally having a whole conversation with you while I was in the window. And usually when you buy tickets for Comic-Con, it's time. Do you yeah. have like about yeah. 10 like minutes? 10, 15 minutes. 10, right. 15 minutes right. to get your shit straight and right. pray that you don't make a mistake. Exactly. You know? Um, <laughs> yeah, right. So in this thing, I was literally having a whole conversation like which tickets are we getting and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And there was mm-hmm. no timer. It was wow. literally like you go in, you select your tickets. Once you're done, they're like, okay, we know what you want. Mm-hmm. We have your reservation. Mm-hmm. Um We'll let you know when it's fully through. Mm. And that was it. And I was like, well, how do I know that I got the tickets? How right. do I know that I got the tickets? So now I'm stressing out whether I got the tickets. Well, why did am I not get, being charged? Yeah, did you get any type of confirmation or anything like that? They sent me a conversation, a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> on top of the conversation, yeah. <laughs> they sent me a, a confirmation in, the, in my email saying that we, we know what you want. Okay. We're holding it. And okay. they kept stressing on the fact that um, every person that purchased a Metaverse membership mm-hmm. Is guaranteed mm. the amount of tickets that are allowed. Mm. So if I wanted two tickets 
per day, like right. all the way Thursday, Friday, Saturday, so, right. you know, Sunday. Yeah. I was guaranteed those tickets. Okay. You know, uh, because the Metaverse memberships are limited. Okay. So I was like, okay, how 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 are they doing this? Right. You know. So did it got the confirmation was it stress-free yes right, and then right. i was concerned i'm like well when am i going to be charged because my card is not being charged right. you know what's going on with that of course i have to go back and read the fine print and said that well they're going to charge the card as of july 8th oh, okay. so basically if i didn't have any funds yeah. i could literally just hold you know do it hold it, and just make sure, sure i have the, the funds, funds by then. july 8th right. and that's when right. they're going to do it and on top of that i could go back in and change my options if i want to to either uh, to add, add or or subtract right. tickets, okay, right. okay. Because good. the days that I, I'm going to go two days, you're going to go all four, right? Um, and if I wanted to add more tickets for the two days that I'm not going, right. I can. Well, or you if would, I want to remove, have to, you would have to make that change before July eighth or up to July eighth. Before July eighth, okay, yeah, because it. that's yeah. when they'll charge me officially. Got it. So, you know, was it stress free? Yes. Is it worth $99 out of my pocket to be I, stress-free? That's, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's just, I don't know. I, I don't blame you. It's, it's like, I mean, to a degree, it's, mm, I hate to say it, but in a way, it's a way for them to get their money. Because on the one hand, we, are, we anticipate that they will not have a large attendance as previous comic cons so figure that there would be some way somehow for them to get their money back if you will quote unquote um and the price of the tickets were what sixty dollars or so the price this of is, the tickets are sixty dollars that's not including yeah. the expedited shipping that you don't even have an option Jeez. to choose regular shipping yeah. it's like just it's expedited a, shipping and whatever processing fee and taxes that they'll yeah, add on top taxes, of that. processing right. fees. So by the time you're done, you're spending well over four hundred dollars. Right. You right. know, and it's just like, yeah, okay. four hundred dollars prior to the membership. That right. You, you know, so five hundred dollars. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. So again, you know, and this is all on the hope, mm-hmm. you know, that um, they're gonna have vendors there. They're gonna have special guests. They're gonna have all these things because right. they have yet to mention. They haven't mentioned who's anything, gonna be right, in Comic Con. Right. So yeah, and on top of that, you know, the artists and the panelists themselves have to be concerned whether they want to attend this venue or mm-hmm. not. You know, for their safety. If it's this, totally understandable. If this works out well, the question is. I mean, we'll see how it works out this year. Mm. But if this works out well, will I continue with the Metaverse membership next year? Will they continue to have this type of Metaverse membership? Because it's an automatic renewal. Is it now? After the year, it's an automatic renewal. So I will have to go back and cancel. Got it. If I want to do that, you know? So... But this is is the first time that the Metaverse... Well, being that that it's the first time back... You know, this is the first time we're able to go to the venue. This is the first time that the Metaverse was actually allowing members to buy the tickets in advance more or less or at least to have a hole in the ticket i think i think they just pulled this shit out of a hat yeah they did they were like <laughs> how can we make more money for the losses because basically mm-hmm. if you were to to divide it you know a hundred dollars is basically a ticket and a half right you know yeah. and, and and it's just like it's sixty dollars for a ticket it's usually 65 um, what was it on the weekend? Wasn't it more like Fridays and Saturdays? Was it a bit more? more? No, it was it oh, was sixty five and fifty five or fifty. And I think days. it was on Thursday was fifty five, and then right, Sundays right. were fifty five. Right, right, because those right, aren't right. the popular days. Right, right. Um, but with with you know with that being said, it was, it's just like I understand that you're trying to uh, make money. 
Yeah. And, but you're making it seem like it's at our convenience. Yeah. And we're paying for that convenience. Yeah. So let's see what you have to offer. Mm -hmm. Because now people will be going in there a little jaded, you know, mm -hmm. meaning myself. I'm going to be going in there and be like, okay, let's see what you got. Mm -hmm. Because I, I put money down on this. Mm -hmm. You know, and the only way that I can really discuss it properly was to purchase it. I can't just, yeah. you know, throw, I don't want to throw shade, right. you know, when there is none right. to throw. And my only gripe right now for the time being is the fact that I have to shell out $100 right. just to get the membership, just right. to, to make sure that I could get the tickets, quote unquote, stress free. Right. Stress free. Even though I'm stressing over my pocket. <laughs> we're stre yeah, we're stressing the fact that we did pay a bit more than we've usually paid in previous years. But the process in getting the tickets, in a sense, was stress-free. Yeah, right? it, it, it yeah. was. It was, okay. you know. So we'll see what happens. Let's make sure that, you know, the, the, the it hasn't been July 8th yet. So right, it hasn't that's been true. fully processed. <laughs> let's true. see what happens, you know. And let's see what happens for the people that are actually are just, just fan verified only and see if they're able to get tickets. Jeez. Because I've been reading a lot of the comments just to see if, it's all, if I'm the only one that's thinking like this. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the people are either saying the same thing like, well, yeah, okay, fine. You know, it's stress-free, but mm -hmm. I still had to shell out an extra $100. Right, right. You yeah. know, and that means that people that are not that have never been to Comic-Con before, yeah. that have not been fan verified from last year, are able to get this Metaverse membership and skip the line for, in front of everybody. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, if anybody's ever been to Disney, you know what a Disney Fast Pass is? All right, yeah. I mean, they need to bring that shit back anyway. Nah. But <laughs> it's basically kind of like a Disney Fast Pass where you're like, you you know, you, you put it in your slot and you're able to get it, you know, get what you want. Yeah, but the idea with this whole fan verification process from years past was to avoid having like scalpers or people getting multiple tickets and like charging uh, regular passerbys like up the wazoo for these tickets. Remember that was that the, was the reason. That was the reason we had but this fan verification. That doesn't mean it works because you still. Uh, there was another t uh, ticket company. I forgot the name that they you were able to resell tickets. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah, it was. Uh, it was affiliated with Hot Stub, uh, something Stub. I, I know you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, you were able so to resell. So you were tickets, if you right. buy the tickets and you want to get rid of it because you can't go, whatever you can resell your tickets there mm -hmm. for the price that you want. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you. People were selling these Comic Con they were ridiculous. tickets. Ridiculous. As of ridiculous. like, holy crap. Yeah. You know? Ridiculous prices. So I'm wondering, because I've been asking, you know, uh, our, you know, our peoples, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. are you going? Are our you going? A lot friends. of them are like, I don't really know. Yeah. You know, I don't really know if I want to do this. Yeah. You know, and. Oh, a lot of our family and friends said they were not going this year. And it's totally understandable. It right. really is. Yeah. Right. I, 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 can, I can understand why they wouldn't go. And, and you know, wait till next year that it makes sense to me it does it really does right so you know we'll see i mean um i'll definitely keep you guys updated as to how it works you know i'm curious to see how people are able to get tickets for july and july 11th because mm -hmm. it actually falls on a sunday i believe july 11th yes yes right it is on a, it if, is on a sunday yeah, yeah it falls on a sunday so you know i i only hope for the best and i really hope that the experience this year especially since it's the first time people are coming back from this you know terrible situation um you. that it's a an, an eventful and happy you know well mm -hmm. positive events yeah you know yeah. um 
uh, and a happy experience for everyone. Yeah, yeah. You know? And not just for New York Comic Cons, but other conventions that may be taking place throughout the country. Um, as, we like, as we mentioned earlier, as the city and the country tend, you know, uh, will start opening up, we'll start seeing more venues open up. Um, another convention that's going to be opening up in September is the Big Apple Comic Con, which usually takes place at the New Yorker Hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, they're doing something different. They're actually having like a prequel opening. Uh, what is it? A week from this Saturday. Mm. Um, and though I haven't been to this in over 20 years, to be honest with you. I do remember going there one year, and it was fun. Um, not as many people, not as crowded. But still, there's a community of comic book collectors and uh, people interested in like collectibles, whether it's baseball cards, uh, toys, and what have you. And I think that Saturday on the 7th, I think it's July 17th, um, Rob Liefeld is supposed to be special get be a special guest to that event, so that should be kind of fun. And tickets to that are like I think thirty dollars, <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's not you know it's something um, that we may that I may attend just to check out. And um, like I, like we mentioned, we're going to start seeing and hearing more of these venues opening up, which is a good thing. This will give us like a sense of normalcy again, um, you know, to bring a sense of normalcy back. And I, I think I think it's uh, I'm, I'm just I'm just excited. There's not. There's really no words to describe how excited I am, other than the fact that we've been like locked in for like these past two years and just, you know, suffering from a form of cabin fever with not doing any anything or everything other than the mundane, going to work, coming home. I mean, especially in New York. New York is is you know it's kind of like the mecca of. Of hanging out and finding all the trendy spots yeah. and, and all that stuff. So. I mean, this was the city that ne- that never sleeps, and yet we were closed down. Yeah, for a long time. Right. You know, the city is nothing without its light, uh, without its nightlife. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be honest with you, whether it's the clubs or the restaurants that stay open twenty four hours or what have you, that's part of the main attraction to the city. And um. You know, it, it is good to see that we're starting to uh, open up again slowly, but in a safely manner. So mm-hmm. I think that's going to be kind of good. Okay. Um, talking about venues that are going to be opening up, movie theaters going to be opening up as mm-hmm. well. And one movie in particular will be coming to theaters this Friday, although I probably won't be seeing this movie in the theater. I'll probably be seeing this movie in the comfort of my house. <laughs> Black Widow. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> the, I mean, that's the first movie that Marvel's dropping in the theaters, right? Remember? Yes, it's the first. Yeah, it is in two years, actually, mm-hmm. or so, um, since this pandemic's happening. And uh, the reviews, the critic reviews, have been um, mostly positive, and that's really good. They've compared it to, or made similarities to the Winter Soldier um, right, movie, which was really already. good, which is yeah. a much more grounded movie, which we didn't yeah. mention in previous podcasts. And I am really excited to see this movie. One thing, as a comic book collector, that I tend to do is. Whenever there's a movie that's coming out, I tend to see if I have the comic book appearance of these characters, like particularly their first <laughs> appearance. Okay. So I don't know if anyone else does that, but I, I particularly do this. And you see a lot of people on Instagram do the same thing. They're like, oh, yeah, we have the first appearance of so-and-so. So, mm, excuse me, within the past uh, several weeks, I made sure I had the first appearance of Taskmaster, who's the villain in mm-hmm. this movie. And I actually have it. I actually have both the cameo appearance and the first appearance of Taskmaster okay. in the Avengers comic book. So I tend to do that with these comic book characters. You know, it's, it's just something that I like to do. Mm-hmm. Just to show up like, yep, 
this character wasn't such and such comic. I have it right here. We're gonna sell it for blank, 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 blank dollars. <laughs> if you're interested, right, right. and so on and so forth. But yeah, I'm actually excited to see this um, Black Widow movie to see how this story continues or doesn't continue. Um, how it falls within the timeline because this Black Widow movie takes place directly after the S- Captain America Civil War movie. Um, okay. Pre Endgame, pre Infinity War, mm-hmm. and what have you. So we'll see how that movie falls. But I am excited. Uh, for this movie, I think yeah. it's gonna be a lot of fun. Looking forward to that. Yeah, we know what we're watching. I know. Um, yes, we do. On another topic, mm-hmm. uh, I'm excited about it. Go ahead. Um, one of my favorite webtoons is finally back. I have made mention of this webtoon before called Let's Play, right? Uh, written by Munji. Um, and uh, season three mm-hmm. finally dropped. This thing was supposed <laughs> to drop last year, and season. because of whatever. I'm not sure if there was any issues or or they were in the process of discussions. If she should, if this uh, writer will continue with webtoons, mm-hmm. I'm not 100 sure as to why. Okay. But it wasn't airing. It was supposed to air last year and it didn't yeah. drop. Okay. So finally, and even webtoon themselves had mm-hmm. to put it out there and right. say finally, because um, people, you know, it's one of one of their popular um, mm-hmm. webtoons. Mm-hmm. Uh, it finally aired. I read uh, as much as I could because right. you know you have to like pay coins to get it ahead of time. Ah, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, you, yeah. so so I, I again skipped the line, <laughs> and um, I was dropping coins like there's no tomorrow because you're supposed Jeez. to purchase coins in order mm-hmm. for you to eat five coins per episode if you're trying to see it ahead of time, ahead of its wow. time that it's supposed to air or whatever. Right, right. And it's like I was dropping coins. I was like, Munji, take my money, woman, Jeez. take it, take it. I would gladly give it to you. I don't care, Jeez. you know. So yeah, I'm a I'm a huge fan, and then I'm I'm hoping that Webtoon decides to have a spot in New York Comic Con. That would be cool because the time that they were actually there, the time that yeah. that the writer for for um you know Let's Play mm. was there, I wasn't into Webtoons yet. Like mm. I didn't discover it, right. and then finally um. Like you know, year the later. year later, it was in between the the you know the two Comic Con years, and uh, in twenty nineteen, I was like, okay, they they were giving out the the lanyards, the lanyards, right? That said webtoon on it, and right. I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna have a booth. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna right. go. I'm gonna check this out. I'm gonna lose my shit. I'm gonna start fangirling. Right. You know, and I went. And I'm looking, and they were nowhere to be found. Mm. They went to the uh, Comic Con in L.A. somewhere, okay. and I'm like. <laughs> Fuck, fuck LA. Come to New York, man. Like we're waiting for you. You know. Right. right. Um. So let's hope that uh, Webtoons decides to have a booth or something, and that uh, yeah, those writers come, come back. back yeah. yeah. Like I said, we're still in the dark. We don't even know what's gonna happen with this. Um, this coming comic con. Yeah, dare to made. dream. It's. I'll <laughs> tell you, they haven't mentioned a thing yet, other than the fact that the tickets are gonna be sold. To it's like event. their catchphrase is gonna be like, "You want it? Let's hope we got it." Yeah, you know. Real. So, and that, that's that's that. Well, let me go, going back to the webtoons. What is it about webtoons in general that has you excited, and what is it about this particular webtoon that you find uh, so intriguing or so interesting? Well, I mean, these webtoons are pretty much like comic books, but digital. Okay. You know, and these are. Um, artists that are up and coming mm-hmm. you know there's some artists that have been around for a while they mm-hmm. have some some you know they actually make shows out of these comic books mm-hmm. or out of these webtoons right. you know a lot of the um, Korean dramas that of course I like yeah. to watch right. um, 
a lot of them could be are based on these webtoons right. you know what's wrong with secretary kim my my roommate like is one. a gimme hole you know like all of these things um cheese in the trap um these well, true are beauty uh true beauty. true beauty was a webtoon right it, it was, was a webtoon. webtoon that's how i actually yeah. discovered it first and when yeah. i found out that they actually were coming up with a with a show and uh-huh. then they're actually using cha Woo oh, oh to to play the main character i lost my shit because i was like this artist based her character around Cha Eun Won. He looks mm-hmm. exactly just like the comic. like oh, Cha Eun Won. Yeah, wow. uh, Cha Eun Won is the actual Korean actor, mm-hmm. South Korean actor. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I like it because you know um, it's beautifully done. Yeah. It's different styles. You'll mm-hmm. see stuff that's like really well drawn, and mm-hmm. you know, like they're all well drawn, of course, right. but. You'll see some that are like just black and white, or you mm-hmm. see some that is just like monotone. You see some mm-hmm. that are that are uh, full of color. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, th- there was another one called Sub Zero, mm-hmm. which that one, the way that is drawn, and then the fact that whoever is doing Sub Zero actually adds music to their right. episodes. So when you're going, when you're scrolling through. Uh, you hear some music, music actually starts mm-hmm. to play nice. and it kind of gets you into the mood of what it is that you're reading and stuff right. like that. That's so nice. Sub-Zero is another one that's beautifully done. Vibrant colors, mm-hmm. you know, action. Um, and the story is re- very well written, you know. So mm-hmm. um, that's one of the reasons why I'm excited, you know, that right. Let's Play, which is another one that actually had me falling off my seat because I was like laughing so hard at mm-hmm. some of the stuff that this woman had drawn. And she also touches upon... Um, when it comes to Let's Play, she mm-hmm. touches upon the different levels of uh, anxiety, mm-hmm. um, things that, you know, people uh, go through, you right. know, whether it be panic attacks right, or right, right. Uh, self-esteem issues, right. lust, right. Um, you know, being rejected and all these things. And she actually draws them like if they're figures, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. figures that are looming or, mm-hmm. you know, depression or anything like that. And, and she has these characters really go through it. You know, so and and at the same time, you know, it's also fun to read because there are some very funny things in there. Yeah. You know, so she knows how to balance it out really good, well. Good, you know, good, good. can you um, are you to the point with the webtoons that you can tell the different style of drawing that a particular artist is drawing? Oh, I'm not there yet. Yeah. I know. I I think for some, mm-hmm. but I will have to read more. Mm-hmm. And there are so many in that app. It sounds like I'm selling the app, right? Yeah. Like I'm doing yeah. a commercial for it? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not. And this is not sponsored, even though I wish it was. <laughs> it's not sponsored. No one's giving us any money for this. Um, right. I'm just telling you guys that if you know, if 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 you want to have some fun going through some of these awesome stories that these artists are, are putting up, mm. definitely check out this this uh, app mm. because it's 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 a good thing to to look into, you yeah. know. So. Yeah, but let's play is up. So whoever's a fan of let's play, <laughs> go check it out. It's finally up. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Okay. Well, uh, I think lastly, what I just want to do, what I want to share, um, if anything. Lastly. Well, lastly, that I'm going to share. Oh, you may okay. have other things that you may so okay. is um, a particular comic book that I've been following, um, which is really really good. It's called, I think I may have mentioned it before, but I just want to make mention of, the, of this comic book. It's called The Good Asian. Mm-hmm. And it's by uh, Pornshack Pichashoti and Alexandra Tefenki. I apologize for the pronunciation of the names. Please forgive me for the most part. Um, 
And what it is is that the book just pretty much follows like a self-loathing Chinese-American detective, uh, Edison Hark, who's trying to solve a murder and follow and is trying to follow a killer in Chinatown during the 1930s. Mm. So yeah, so it's sort of like a it is not sort of it's a comic book noir, which um, also explores like first-generation Chinese Americans to uh, come of age during the immigration ban that that occurred here in the United States. Mm-hmm. And during this ban, they also encounter like uh, police abuse, rampant murders, and like other forms of discrimination, which, you know, pretty much all seems very familiar, even to, the, to this day. So um, the creators behind the comic book, they um, also make it a point, like in their subsequent issues, um, to include like in their back matter, um, they pretty much try to explore the realities of how life was back then in the 1930s for Asian Americans in the United States. Mm. And so what that does is that it gives like, it gives the comic book story some type of context um, for this comic book. And it, it's it's really, really good. Um, I feel that it's a really, really good story, which I just wanted to share. And the, the, the back matter is part of, it's like an essential part of the... Uh, excuse me of the book and it just it does a great job of helping to portray the overall story so i just wanted to recommend that for good reading it's something different um it's not like a typical superhero uh story or comic book um but there have only been two issues in the third issue is coming out really soon and i just think it's a great read so i just wanted to put that out there okay Sounds interesting. It is. Comic book noir, detective movie, mm-hmm. uh, mystery. It I think it's kind of cool. I think it's really cool. I wonder if they'll make it into a series or something. Or Who, a movie. Who's the publisher? Image. 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 Okay. Same people that made um, Walking Dead, correct? Yes. Okay. You got a high five for that. You go, Yes, girl. I do. I mean, I know some things. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Mm-hmm. I am an excited fan, but I try to get excited enough knowledge. Excited fan. Um, so check this shit. Uh, here we go. Right? Go. Um, this is all possible rumors or whatever the case may be. Rumor so let's mill. go into the rumorville, you <laughs> know, rumor it. mill, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hugh Jackman decides to put something up on his Instagram. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, the iconic uh, three blade coming out of the fist yeah. picture, right? Yeah. Uh, meaning Wolverine. Wolverine. Uh, showing off his blades. Yeah. It's just like a, a black background with mm. just the silhouettes or mm. slight light hitting mm. the blades mm. and all the good shit <laughs> um and uh then when you go past that picture you see uh kevin feige and hugh jackman posing together yeah now here's the thing jeez not much right <laughs> not much not but we much. all know that kevin feige wanted to have yeah. Wolverine, Wolverine in the in the Marvel yeah, MCU in the MCU right yeah. yes, like Hugh did. Jackman yes Wolverine yes I don't know what's supposed to happen <laughs> but I'll tell you this if they give him an opportunity to play Wolverine mm-hmm. um, the question is should he take it He's played this character for, I want to say, over 15 years, maybe even over 17. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's played this character for 21 years now? Okay. Holy cow. Still looks good. Oh, gee. Okay. Yes. That is true. But 
I mean, they made him look like shit in the last movie. <laughs> well, that was the point of the last movie. He, I thought that was the he's best He's not one. really hurt like that in I real am. life. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right, right, right. Homer looked like he went through hell and back. Well, now, his, now another thing, too, was that he was the one, uh, Hugh Jackman was the one that posted that um, picture up, right? Yeah. Oh, my god. From what I, I understand. Yeah. So, I, 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 I don't know. Um. I'm hesitant. I want to see him play Wolverine, but then again, you know, now all these dumb questions come to my Is he too old to play Wolverine? Well, okay. of course not. Okay, yeah, we get the man, it. Yeah. The man, listen, before before COVID hit, the man was like doing Broadway shows. It was yeah. one man Broadway show, yeah. singing along with the showman and all that good stuff. Right. He can do it. You yes. know what I'm saying? And he, he knows that he has true. to put his body through intense workouts. Oh, he has, he, he's been known for having like intense workouts before his movies, particularly for the, before his Wolverine movies. So, yeah, he's like. He, he yeah. yeah yeah he locks himself in something Listen, he just goes to work Marvel will pretty much say okay let's send him the trainers and because let's just that's this is what no, I don't no, know he doesn't need a Marvel trainer that's the thing he's a, okay Hugh Jackman alone has his own training regimen he is that tough okay they, they call it the Hugh Jackman training like so they'll yeah. send someone to observe <laughs> I don't know go. but this go. is the thing I have noticed that every Marvel male lead yes that's true that's true here we go <laughs> because you know they talk about you know they talk a lot about the females that they have to wear like these you know tight suits yeah. which i have to give credit to um to marvel is that when it comes to the females uh, costumes mm-hmm. they're not like overly revealing right, or anything right. like that like they right. have the costumes they look beautiful in mm-hmm. it but they also look like they could kick some major ass yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying so that's that but mm. for some reason i've noticed that every male lead has to have a scene without that's their shirt, shirt on geez. so it's like well do you want to be the movie you gotta <laughs> show some skin which is hilarious i'm <laughs> gonna get in trouble for that yeah. but you know yeah mm. they make these guys train like crazy because they all have to have that iconic one scene when without a shirt. a shirt at least when they first uh play the character when they do subsequent sequels, they don't have to reveal the shirt. I mean, they don't have to reveal. They don't have to, like, take off the shirt. No, they don't. But when they first but play nice. these characters. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> when they first play these characters, right? Okay. I, I guess. Yeah. But it's nice. I I'm just guess. saying. Chris I Evans could have done it again. Lord, here we go. And, you know, but that's a whole other thing. Anyway, yeah. mm-hmm. um, sexualizing yeah. superheroes. <laughs> you, may have your, you may have your chance with this Eternals movie if, you know, all those guys start revealing. I don't you know. know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they show I don't think all those guys are, are wow you know. well, we'll see anyway we'll see we'll, we'll see what happens hey even but, Tom Holland had to had to take off his shirt right and Tom Holland in, uh, in Spider-Man but did he? I, th- I believe so. Yeah. 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 But he was of age. It's not like he was a teenager. No, I know. I know. But he's playing. He's teenager. playing a teenager. Uh, <laughs> okay. I mean, he has to change his, his yeah. uniform, you know, his costume and all that good yeah, shit. Yeah. Also on the rumorville. Now that you've brought it up, mm-hmm. um, this is whether it's confirmed, but everyone suspects this to being rumorville. Going back to the Spider-Man Far From Home, or I'm sorry, the Spider-Man No Way Home mm-hmm. um, movie that's coming out this year. So there are reports or rumored reports that, of course, uh, Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to be in the Spider-Man movie. Didn't we already know that? Yeah. But they, they're going to confirm, to confirm, to confirm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, they, they believe that Kevin Feige had made a slip of the tongue and had made some comments 
like one step away from confirming that these actors were in the movie. They're in the fucking movie. I know. I know. They're playing in the, movie the different, because the same why else roles. would you have villains from their universes be, be in, in the movie? movie? Yeah. It's already been known that Doctor Ock, um, the, the Alfred actor, Molina, Alfred Molina was is already in the movie. Right. Um, there's also known that uh, there was another villain. Or whatever they're supposed to be. In the they movie. had mentioned earlier that Jamie Foxx was supposed to come right, back and exactly. play Electro. So it's like if so, these villains are there, yeah. Obviously, the, the superhero actors, that right. fought against these villains will be there as well. But this just goes to confirm or bring the credence to the fact that this is going to expand on the whole multiverse of uh, madness. So in other words, all those Spider-Man are going to be playing Spider-Man in their own universe, mm-hmm. and pretty much somehow, some way they're going to connect throughout this multiverse of madness which has to do with Doctor Strange's movie which we'll see in, in uh, later years also may tie into WandaVision which we saw the show and who knows what's going to happen but well, yeah. Loki as well Ooh, because I think be I think yeah. that those branches yeah. that are happening uh-huh. are actually uh-huh. you know what the, what the TVA is saying is yeah. time branches or, right. or you know I think it's possibly metaverses. I mean, mm. um, uh, multiverses. Multiverses, yeah. You know, it so be. it's like, what? Yeah. What is uh? That's true. You know, yeah. Good point. Because good, good they point. they mentioned. Well, that's a whole other thing. Because we're gonna have a an, an a Loki exclusive uh, episode. Yeah, podcast for that because that's just gonna be long. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I think I think that what they would consider to be. Uh, multiverses are mm. actually time branches. Okay. Because remember, at that time when uh, in uh, it was an Endgame mm-hmm. that you saw Doctor Strange like going through all the different scenarios. Oh, actually, that was Infinity War. Infinity War, oh, right, excuse me. Right. In Infinity War, he was going through all these different scenarios, and then at the same time, I've also heard that he had to make sure that it wasn't breaking the sacred timeline. Time right. Right. So yeah, there were possibly other versions of the uh, Avengers winning Mm -hmm. but only one was the one that wasn't breaking the sacred timeline that's right so you know we'll see it all depends on what how are they defining what the multiverse is Mm -hmm. and what the sacred timeline is or the Mm -hmm. different branches you know yeah but that's a whole another thing um but yeah but you know if if that's what Mm -hmm. you're saying that they're gonna be in it so it's not real. I don't think it's rumor. I think it's real. Well, we'll have to wait and see. We've heard rumors before that has become, you know, uh, not factual. And who knows what's going to happen. I am kind of excited. I mean, I'm look, I, when it comes to comic book great things, I'm a, I'm an excited fan. I become you. I become the excited fan <laughs> on top of the avid collector. Okay. <laughs> you know. So, yeah. So, that was just something that I think I saw um, somewhere along the lines today during the, um, throughout the internet. So, mm-hmm. um, okay. So, pretty much, um, thank, we want to thank everyone here for listening to us on another great episode. Well, we should be making an announcement about our other projects that are going to be coming up, okay, right? Okay, go ahead. So, after we announce this, we'll, we'll promise we'll, we'll shut off. But uh, you're going to be start doing what we call quickie videos. I will start doing quickie videos. They're not, not long. These are just more like reviews and recommendations of comic books or things that cross my mind <laughs> for the most part. So, yeah, we'll uh, actually get started on that in the next few weeks, if anything, or maybe even sooner. And um, also, you'll be able to hear us in the next couple of weeks on uh, Underground Radio. Yeah, uh, we're going to be on DTF Radio DTF. Um, on the Reality Check uh, radio show and also... 
Um, oh my god. <laughs> off there the rip. Go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it took me a second. This we'll is like a skate in my mind. We'll also be in an off the rip radio show as well. On July on, 16th. On the 16th, which is on a Friday. So, so. you can actually hear us uh, stream live from these two shows, July 16th. Um, we'll announce it on our uh, Instagram and let you guys know what the time slots are that will be coming out and you'll be able to hear us live yeah so that's um kind of interesting <laughs> yeah. so it's gonna be kind of fun actually it'd yeah. be really cool to go over there and check them out and you know just talk it's an opportunity for people things. to get to know what 527 is yeah yeah, yeah. and to see how we look like <laughs> <laughs> exactly because this is also they also video uh they also do videos of, of people that are coming up on the shows as well so you get to see wh- who we are mm-hmm. <laughs> all right so now we want to thank everyone for listening to our <laughs> podcast. Exactly. Everything else. But you can always follow us at 527 Underground on Facebook and also at 527 Underground on Instagram. And don't forget to check out our YouTube, uh, we also, which is also 527 Underground. And uh, is that it? That is it. That is it. Like the rap song. All right. <laughs> so uh, thank you so much for joining us. And we hope to hear from you guys soon. You can always send us any requests or uh, any messages through our Instagram. And um, we hope to, to hear from you guys soon. Yep. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day. Have a good one.